0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1756. There's always going to be something. By Alasius Anger of MySenseWithSense.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. There's always going to be something. By Alasius Anger of MySenseWithSense.com. Have you ever noticed that just when life begins to appear to be smooth sailing that some ugly little something seems to stand up, walk across the room to you, and smack you in the face? In the law of attraction space, there's a misconception that if we can just keep our thoughts and emotions clean enough, we will never have to endure the hardships of life. We will simply bypass them and sail off into the sunset. Sounds pretty nuts, doesn't it? But seriously, all joking aside, there is always going to be something. Spiritual writer Tasha Silver, who agrees that this line of thinking is lunacy, suggests that the key is in radical acceptance of the now. In her words, this means, quote, saying yes to reality in any given moment so what's needed can come next, end quote. In her book, It's Not Your Money, She goes on to state that this, quote, blasts open the door to being abundant, end quote. I couldn't agree more about the need for radical acceptance of the now, despite the discomforts associated with the accompanying growing pains. I mean, we really can't remain stagnant, can we? The expansion of our being requires that we move beyond that which has historically been comfortable so that we might step into the whole of who we truly are. I have referred to the universal law of resistance many times on this blog, but its wisdom is worth repeating. It expresses to us that the things in life that we resist, we will come to encounter over and over again until we are forced to deal with it by way of conscious detachment, a concept which we might simplify to meaning surrender. If the nature of resistance is fear itself, This means we're tasking ourselves to embrace those little somethings that pop up and allow ourselves to simply move through them. That's difficult, isn't it? It's all fine and great to suggest that we simply surrender to the challenges as they arise, but how do we best position ourselves to be able to do so? First, there's the mental discomfort that we have to move beyond. And then there are logistical issues that make us feel incapable of even attempting to flow within the context of a challenge presented. We often find ourselves presented with a challenge and seize up, quoting our bank account balance, paycheck, or debt level as a reason to white knuckle our reaction, rather than opening ourselves to our highest level of creativity, which almost always yields an overall better result. So, It begs the question, what do you need in order to feel like the powerful creator of your own life that you are truly meant to be? We've discussed some of the mental and emotional work around resistance and surrender, but what about our logistical financial needs? Oftentimes, the simplest of solutions yield the most powerful results. When one of life's bizarre challenges is hurled into my experience, I often find myself saying, I can't afford to deal with something this big. First off, this is frequently scarcity mindset rearing its ugly head and simply isn't true. Moreover, when I stop my mind and ask myself, what do I truly need in order to feel equipped to face this circumstance in the most aligned state possible? I frequently find the same answers. A bigger liquid bank balance and a manageable set of monthly financial obligations. Let's consider some examples of there's always going to be something. Perhaps something happens that places your living situation on rocky territory, issues with a roommate, your family, or partner. Likely, you attempt to resolve the interpersonal issue. But what happens if the result that flows involves a change in living situation, and either you or the other party needs to move out? a sizable emergency savings and manageable monthly obligations would empower you to be able to flow within that situation in the way that would best serve all parties. Unfortunately, many people remain in unhealthy living situations for far too long, with financial issues being among the primary reasons for doing so. But that doesn't need to be your reality. Perhaps you're unsatisfied with your 9 to 5 and have always wanted to start your own business. The challenges at your nine-to-five are mounting and you find yourself steadily more miserable. There's always gonna be something, right? There are two common responses that might not necessarily be coming from a place of flow. The first is, I can never afford to leave the security of my nine-to-five. I'm just gonna to have to sit here and deal with it. This response comes from the egoic mind's desire to keep you safe, And in doing so, it's triggering your scarcity mindset and placing you in a state of resistance. By operating from a place of fear and not dealing with it, you are literally setting yourself up to have to endure the same or similar hardships over and over again until you finally choose to deal with it. Panning back to the logistical side of the situation, have you even done your homework yet? What are your monthly expenses? How much money do you need to bring in each month in order to afford your transition? Do you have liquid savings or additional part-time income to rely upon in the midst of the transition? The other common reaction is to leap full on into entrepreneurship and take the dive. While I'm all about taking inspired action and clearly you're in the mental space to do it, have you done your homework? What are your expenses? How much income do you need in order to stay afloat while you build your business? Can you start this business as a part-time side gig while you work your nine-to-five and build up some more liquid savings so you can create for yourself a smooth transition? If you just suddenly take a leap without having prepared your path, so to speak, you might risk operating from a place of misalignment rather than flow. Because you could easily find yourself in a state of resistance from feeling too much of a financial crunch. You owe it to yourself to work from a place of ultimate alignment so that your business can flow. Failing to prepare your path could jeopardize that. There are so many more examples about how there is always going to be something as a challenge to face in life. But it seems as though many of them require similar responses from us. In terms of our mental, emotional and spiritual selves, we need to be prepared to drop our resistance, surrender and allow ourselves to operate from a place of flow. Logistically, in order to create a mentally, emotionally and spiritually safe place to be able to do so, we would benefit greatly from working to align our finances to allow us to manage the unknown with grace. Ultimately, two of the most simple financial strategies that pack the most punch are in keeping our finances manageable and having a substantial liquid savings. You just listened to the post titled, There is Always Going to Be Something by Alasius Anger of MySenseWithSense.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news Mint is shutting down. and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I don't think a meaningful and satisfying life includes avoiding hardship. I think we create meaning and resilience in our lives by the way we respond to hardships. When I think about people who impress me most, it usually has something to do with their calm approach to obstacles. Most of us tend to crumble when shit gets real, but there's potential to see a seed of opportunity in the things life throws at us. While I'm certainly not always good at this, I do have my moments. For example, when I was planning the economy conference last year, which is often described as a party about money, Through a series of unfortunate events, I lost the venue I was planning to use for our after party. For a moment, I was devastated. It was a really cost-efficient option and was the perfect size, had a great bar, the owner was really easy to work with, etc. I frantically and bitterly started to call around for other options, but everything was either already booked or way outside my budget. I needed to pause and work on my perception of the situation. I could see it as a catastrophic problem, which I did initially, or I could calm down and look for the opportunity presenting itself. I ultimately chose the latter and very quickly realized that the venue I used for the main stage speaker and breakout sessions was a viable option. The space was certainly large enough and would be convenient for attendees. So I looked into it and discovered that my only incremental cost for using this space would be bringing in full bars and bartenders, security as the venue required it, and paying overtime for the lighting engineer to set the party mood. It was actually a cheaper and better option than my original plan. I just needed to relax enough to be able to see it. One of my favorite quotes is from a spiritual teacher named Byron Katie, who says, if you fight with reality, you'll lose, but only 100% of the time, end quote. I needed to accept reality when it came to my after-party venue. And once I did that, a fantastic solution presented itself. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day. And I'll see you on the Friday show tomorrow on New Year's Eve, where your optimal life awaits.